Welcome to The Kitchen Table, a show dedicated to helping you escape diet culture, gain trust with food, honor your body, and live a brighter life. Hello, and welcome back to The Kitchen Table. I am so glad you're here. I'm your host, Alicia Brown, an anti-diet registered dietitian nutritionist. And hey, happy belated Christmas. Happy holidays. How was your day? How was your weekend? maybe take a sigh of relief (laughs) or, you know, uh, a grounding moment just for yourself to know that the anticipation is over. The excitement is over. The gift wrapping is done. You know, another holiday in the books. Maybe there's some relief in that. Maybe there's some sadness in that too as well. If that's so for you, these feelings are so valid you know, however you're feeling kind of after the backlash of Christmas, I'm, I'm feeling you in that. I know for me personally, I was very excited for Christmas. I was sharing with a friend that I really didn't feel the Christmas spirit until like Christmas. <laughs> it was like, I woke up on Christmas morning and I had my presents wrapped. I was like ready to go. And I was like, Oh, here it is here's the Christmas spirit. (laughs) I'm actually excited for the day, but like leading up to it, it seems like, oh, you know, in my experience, it's like, you know, politics and coronavirus. Like I feel like all of that, all of the hoopla, everything happening in our nation right now, like racial tension and oh, you name it, uh, vaccine coming out. All of these things like has really for me, sucked a lot of emotional energy that I didn't realize until I was like, wow, here is Christmas. And where did the Christmas season go? You know, like I didn't even get to enjoy any of this. Like, of course, there's other things on my mind. You know, (laughs) this isn't the only thing taking away from it. I'm running a business. I'm caring after our, you know, almost eight month old daughter. There's a lot of things going on in my life. And maybe you had a similar experience too, of just like feeling like, oh, where was the Christmas season this year. And I can't believe Christmas is here, but now it's gone. And now we're just moving on to New Year's and going into the new year. And I'm curious how you're feeling right now about about all of it, you know? And I really want to lean into something that I was talking to my husband, Tyler, actually on our way home from my parents tonight, we were just having dinner over there. And on our way home, I was just mentioning that you know, nutrition is important and fitness and exercise. Yeah, it's important. Um, but what matters more than all of that is love and relationships. What matters more than that is love and relationships. If you read about any blue zone on the earth, you know, have you heard of blue zones? Blue zones are um, places in the earth where people, a large percentage of the population are a, a, a pretty significant portion of the population. I'm not sure of the specifics exactly of what percentage of the population, uh, but there's a percentage of the population that lives to be a hundred or older, um, over a hundred, like centenarians, the largest percentage of centenarians on the planet live in blue zones. And in all of those blue zones, um, there's strong connections to each other, uh, strong love present there. And with strong connections, relationships, love, uh, purpose, 
it seems like that is such a starting point for other things to fall into place. Then it's like, oh, the communal aspect of eating is really important. And also the communal aspect of movement is important. And, you know, like once that connection with love and purpose exists, it's really truly amazing to me that like the nutrition isn't something to obsess over. The movement isn't something to obsess over. It's something that comes naturally with an element of joy and fun and bliss. If you haven't read up about blue zones, it's pretty phenomenal. Uh, there is like a diet culture spin on blue zones um, from more Western countries like ours in the United States, you know, that, you know, take something like a blue zone and say, okay, what are they eating? We should mimic exactly what they're eating and do that same thing. You know, like if we do that, we will hold on to this promise of longevity and vitality and all of those things. And I think where we have that kind of confused and wrong, when we're talking about things like health and longevity, of course we want those things. Everyone wants those things. It's part of the reason I chose to become a dietitian, of course. But beyond that, it's like we're missing entirely that love and connection piece. And I feel like that's something that I was brought back to this Christmas that I want to share with you, especially after this crazy year of COVID and isolation. And I mean, I was pregnant much of COVID. I had Amelia in May and I have people saying like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know that you were pregnant. And that seems like such a significant part of my life that I feel like I was so isolated, you know? And, you know, not to be witnessed in that pregnancy and to have been in isolation for so long, I'm really more than ever, especially with Amelia, you know, who's almost eight months old, I'm really more than ever understanding that love and connection and relationships is I think among, or if not the most important thing, more so, isn't that what actually Christmas is all about? So I'm a Catholic. I'm a practicing Catholic. I believe in Jesus Christ. That's not what this podcast is all about. If you have not the same beliefs, you're so welcome here at the kitchen table. Of course, please come. My God, Uh, this is not um, the platform for this, but it feels important to say that like, You know, that's why God sent his only son, Jesus, to come and to be with us and to live and to die for us was so much an act of love. And so I was brought back to my faith this holiday season after not being able to go to mass for months. I finally felt at home at mass and I felt at home with my family, those who felt safe enough to come together. Tyler and I, fortunately, had the coronavirus. We believe that we're immune for a certain amount of time. So we did visit with family and felt safe enough to do so. They felt safe enough to be with us. We're fortunate for that. Um, And we enjoyed Christmas and being together. This is bliss. This is meaning and purpose. And I'm just having a renewed sense of that. And even if you didn't meet up with your family over the holidays, maybe if you weren't able to, um, you know, participate in any traditions or rituals or go to church or the usual things that maybe you do over Christmas, maybe you found some connection. Maybe you felt 
or we're able to offer some love to somebody else in a new or a different way. And I think it's like that love, that connection, the relationships that we have, that is so important and so understated, you know, <laughs> like, dang it, it had to be Christmas for me to like, kind of get down to the root of that. Oh, you know, I'm going to go back to Amelia again. Maybe you're so sick of hearing me talk about my daughter, but I felt like, you know, this year I've never loved so much, you know, having Amelia. I've never loved like this before. I've never thought I could love something or someone so much. And I love Tyler. My gosh, my husband. But this is a new and different kind of love that I just got to experience for the first time this year. But there was also a lot of loss of love this year for myself too. And a loss of love came with a lot of fear. And maybe you also felt a lot of fear this year. And I don't think that a lot of that fear is maybe going away into the new year. I think that we still need to be smart, be considerate. Um, you know, I'm not saying that we need to abandon the fear that's so present. I think that there are a lot of valid reasons why this fear is real. And I'm getting into a lot of like maybe religion and some political topics here. And I'm aware of that, but <laughs> I'm going into it because it's all so relevant in the ways that we are able to love right now. And the ways that we're able to love are maybe at a distance, maybe virtually or maybe in person, but Leaning into that love, just like the people in Blue Zones, I feel like is another gateway to enhancing our health and also enhancing our well-being in ways beyond health, the ways that we're able to actually give and receive love, help us in, in so many ways in our relationships, in our work life, in our health, and, and beyond love is maybe the thing that gives us purpose to help us fully show up. And the reason why we're here at the kitchen table talking about love and relationships today in relation to Christmas and such is because sometimes obsessions about food in our body prevent us from fully loving, prevents us from fully loving, fully showing up. It prevents us from living out our purpose. And it is my job <laughs> it is my vocation, my responsibility to make sure I'm doing all I can to equip you with anti-diet messages that help you feel inspired in health and non-diet ways to help you respect and maybe accept your body in a new or different way that maybe you haven't before. And to really make sure that uh, obsessions about health and well-being and exercise and, you know, working out, food, all of these things that we do to manipulate our bodies to shrink to a smaller size, of course, that's going to, it's going to deplete ourselves and diminish the ways that we're able to fully show up in the world. And on top of that, it's going to take away from our ability to fully love and fully show up from each other, to be able to receive that love and to, to be able to give out that love too. Eating is a way that we show ourselves that we love ourselves. We eat because we want to nourish ourselves well, <laughs> you know? And eating with others and using food as a way to connect with others is something that we have been doing since the beginning of time. 
So fully being present for that experience, fully being able to enjoy that experience without worries and anxieties and frustrations about the eating experience. And also along with that, really combating messages of fearing fat, fat phobia or weight stigma, or, you know, really fearing what food might do to our bodies in a way that relates to weight gain is really, really harmful. It takes also away from our ability to give or receive love. So that's why I'm talking about this today is because I was brought back to the message of love on Christmas and this weekend. And I encourage you to do something today that's extra special for someone you love, love, love in your life, something extra special. And that can be something that just takes two seconds to just say, you know, like, I so love and appreciate you beyond words, you know, or, you know, just sending a quick text or offering a quick phone call or FaceTime or doing something extra special. I'm just actually, my heart just sank as I'm thinking about that right now. Oh, as I'm thinking about someone I should so reach out to and connect with right now, just give me a moment. <laughs> I have to do that. You know, there, there are people in our life that maybe we feel some resistance to reaching out, but taking that leap and, and reaching out anyway, we almost never regret extending a little bit of extra love. And I don't think it's too late after Christmas, after the holidays to extend that. Because if you do that, they might actually, that person that you extend a little bit of extra love out to today, they might actually, they might, gosh, make different food decisions. They might feel more empowered themselves. That, that love will cast a positive ripple effect on their life. It's this loving energy is contagious and it can spread like wildfire. We just have to be the first one to light the candle to somebody else sometimes. And that can really inspire them to really take care of themselves in a different way too. It's another way that selfless love can actually enhance self-love for ourselves and for others. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode and listening to me rant about love and diet culture and all of the rest. If this was meaningful to you in any way, don't hesitate to screenshot and share this episode on social media. You can find me at Alicia Brown, A-L-I-C-I-A brown.rdn on Instagram. And you can also, um, yes, please subscribe to the show. Don't miss an episode. It's coming out every Monday and Thursday. Um, great interview lined up on Thursday. So don't miss it. Um, subscribe. And lastly, please rate the podcast. Let me know what you think. I read all your comments and I just so appreciate them and they don't have to be long, but even if you had a moment to spare to just rate the podcast, that would mean so, so much enjoy the day, find ease this week, find some joy, take some time for yourself and pour some love into others, will you? Enjoy the day. We will meet again on Thursday. Talk soon. (laughs) 